You know what sucks? Fucking everything. There we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a technical problem-plagued episode of Big Dumb Monsters Podcast. I am Chris. And I am Nick. And this week we are talking about the 1991 Wes Craven movie, The People Under the Stairs. Certainly not Wes Craven classic. Yeah, you will you will notice the intentional not marking of a classic. Um, it's not a horrible movie. We we give it our, our we give it a I would say a begrudging seal of approval. Um, yeah, it's 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 entertaining. It's it's you could say it's fun. Eh, fun might be a stretch. It's it's very uh, it's discomforting. It's entertaining, um, but it's definitely got its uh, its its flaws. It'll be worth your time. I don't think you'll regret watching it. You just won't want to watch it again. Yeah. Um, I know I definitely don't want to have a an episode like this again where we have to start over multiple times. Yeah, this sucked. Yeah. So if things seem a little disjointed, uh, just know that we are we are battling through some some technical issues this week for some reason. We tried our best, and if that's not good enough for you, well, then I guess it's not good enough for you. Yeah. Deal with it, Mom. <laughs> so anyway, on to the film. Here we go. We're talking 1991's The People Under the Stairs. Enjoy the show. gathered here today to uh to celebrate the life of the people <laughs> under the up where we're going to talk about the people under the stairs uh it was a 92 uh west craven uh uh horror thriller like i was kind of going back and forth it's like yeah I, there's nothing like see like I, I it's know. a horror thriller comedy yeah thing uh, it's just a west craven movie man like, yeah 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 it's um I did not like this movie when I first saw it. Uh, this was like back when it first came out on video. Yeah. I saw it was probably like 13 at the time. I was probably just mad because there's no boobs in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I liked it much more this time around. Um, for anybody not familiar with the movie, it's basically it's basically Resident Evil 1 and 7. Where you're <laughs> like, <laughs> you're in this house. Uh, you know, they're, they're, the kid is, you know, they finally... Well, basically, who is Leroy to this kid anyway? Because there's the one part in the beginning. It's right here, I think, where the like the they're talking to the mom as she's dying. Yeah, like she's very sick, and like it's like you're the man of the house now, and Leroy is five feet away. Like, oh, it, well, because he's Ruby's friend. Oh, okay. I didn't know if he was like his uncle or like no, a relative no, no. or something. I didn't. No, know. Okay, he's, he's just Ruby's friend. He's just like a just a hood dude okay. from, from the neighborhood. Um yeah, this kid oh well, the you know, he the little they use the kid to kind of they're trying to break into this house. It's the house of the landlord uh of the of the kid and his mom and his sister uh who is evicting them for being 3 days late uh, late on their rent. Yep. Um and, Well, actually, he's not evicting them cuz they're 3 days late on the rent. He's evicting they're tripling them tripling their rent. Cuz they tripled it. Yeah. Uh because they were late. Yeah. Because they're scumbags. Which, yeah, sounds very not legal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, so they're trying to break into this house. It's this kid, 
uh, his, you know, adult friend Leroy, Leroy's scumbag friend Spencer. Yep. Everybody has to have a scumbag friend named Spencer. <laughs> Yo, Spence. And uh, things do not go well. They pick the uh, the wrong house to to break into. Um, turns well, out, it's I mean it's the right house. Yeah, yeah. I mean because it's, it's right, full of treasure. <laughs> they have a you know at the end of the movie they have this like Scrooge McDuck money <laughs> bin room. Like you could literally swim in the cash that they have piled yeah. up. Yeah, it looked like that scene from Goonies when they they finally find the fucking treasure. <laughs> yeah, one eyed Willie's treasure. Room. Yep. <laughs> um so yeah it's it's you know mainly about this kid being trapped in the house and trying to get out um yeah i i liked it a lot better this time um i think i am older enough to appreciate it more yeah it is still bizarre oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this movie is unsettling yeah from the, just from the start it's just like anytime <sighs> you turn a corner of unsettlement like you find, like, oh, there's another corner of unsettlement to go around. You know, a little bit yeah. later. There's um, there's cannibalism, and uh, incest. Uh, a gimp and a gimp suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you ever wanted to see Everett McGill in a gimp suit, this is your movie. This is the one. Yeah, we're running around wildly firing a shotgun. It fucking uh, looks like Machine from Eight Millimeter. <laughs> Oh, it, it like the movie starts on that bizarre scene with Everett McGill just eating like a, a rack of brontosaurus ribs. It looks like, <laughs> like from the Flintstones, spitting out buckshot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I like. I, I, I guess we're supposed to assume that he's it's a human like ribs that he's eating. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I, just like they've got the you know, the girl like tied up in the house. You know, not tied up, but like held captive in the house. Um, there is an entire community of rejected sons living in the basement of the house. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like it almost plays like like it could be a true crime story if it wasn't so fucking strange. Yeah, yeah. There, there. Um, there's not like a supernatural element. Um, you know, to the, well, there. I don't know, man. Because like, yeah, like, and here's why I suggested this movie because I remember the look of some of those characters, and I thought for sure like oh yeah they're monsters watching the movie you get like they're not monsters they're just kids who have been kept in a basement yeah and kind of they're like but just they maladjusted look, they and... look like fucking zombies for fuck's sake and i mean like to some extent you know living you know without sunlight without proper food and like nutrition i guess you know would deteriorate you I don't know if it'd be to the point of a zombie like yeah <laughs> i don't know it's just it's it was just weird like so that was always my takeaway you know remembering this movie because i saw it when i was a kid and it it stuck with me as like oh the people under the stairs quote unquote are monsters like they, they look like crazy fucking you know super makeup monsters yeah and they do. They, that is 100% what they look like, especially the one with the fucking abattoir mask on. Yes. It's like, what are you yeah. doing, man? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like, they're just all very, look like fucked up frat boys almost. There's, there's yeah. a couple of like, there's a couple of scenes toward the end where they almost look like a boy band. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> the one who's got real nice hair. They got like long blonde, blonde yeah. hair. Yeah, dude, you know what that character's name is? The Stairmaster. Stairmaster. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed when I saw that. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, the stair... And this is 1992. Yeah. Well after the invention of the exercise equipment, the Stairmaster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, um, but yeah, like they're they're like they're just got like flowing blonde hair. And yeah, like, they're just like they show up like in unison almost like BTS, like, like a <laughs> fucked up BTS. Oh, and then there's just the one guy in like the burlap like fucking skull cap. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was going on with that. It. I don't know. It like it didn't make any sense for him to be dressed like that, other than like he just made it and felt like wearing it because he went fucking crazy. He was a big mushmouth fan <laughs> from Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids, I guess. Yeah. Like. It's Obi Kaby. <laughs> or no, dumb, was Dumb Donald the one with the hat that had to cover the eyes? Like, uh, no, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I, that's way way back. Goddamn. <laughs> um, yeah. And a, so much of this movie was working for me. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. We were, we were talking about the monsters of the movie. Yeah. So you go in, and your expectation is the people under the stairs are the monsters, 100%. And you're not technically wrong. They are the, the physical monsters of the movie, but the, the, the actual... The fucking monsters are mother and father. Yeah, who are actually brother and sister. Yeah. We find out. Yep. Um yeah, like the, the even the title is kind of misleading because you know, there are people under the stairs. Yeah, and they, they are referred to as such. Yeah, but they don't really play a part in the story until the very end of the movie. Yeah, I mean they're they're there throughout the movie, but like they just are avoided for the most. Yeah, part. they're like they're kind of like the catalyst that keeps it moving, I guess. Because if it wasn't for them, certain things wouldn't happen in the movie. Like you wouldn't have the character Roach. Yeah, um, I love Roach. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I like he, he was the character. Like as soon as he shows up and is like is nice, I'm like, well, this guy's gonna die. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's the Rufio of the people under the stairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that scene where he shows that he has his tongue cut out. Like, yeah, and Whoa. he's just like flicking it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but I no, mean, like, yeah, we're we're on another movie where the the people are really are the, the actual. The this is our, like monsters. a ten Cloverfield Lane situation. Yeah. Um. And yeah, they like they are fucking bizarre. They're like they really are. Like that's 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 inbreeding for you. Yeah, I mean their whole kind of vibe is like you know fifties like you know husband and housewife. Yeah. Um, and you know it's the nineties, so they're they're out of place, obviously. And then they're just they're just, like sadistic to the girl. Yeah. And they're, they're just generally sadistic. They have this giant like labyrinth of a house and yeah yeah it's very home alone kind of setup like there's t- tons of trap i mean it's way more deadly and way more professionally built but <clears throat> there's like pitfalls and and traps and, and an electrified doorknob for some fucking reason um yeah it's very weird um like how they actually got this greenlit is fucking beyond me. Other than other Wes than, Craven yeah, going, Wes Craven's just like I'm gonna like, make a movie. That's I'm it. doing this. Yeah, yeah. Suck my balls. If you want the next, this is '92, so they're probably up to like Nightmare on Elm Street, like five maybe, like around '92. Uh, yeah. If you figure they're pumping out one every year and a half, two years. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. So yeah, like if you want the next like three or four Elm Street movies, like yeah, you need to make my people under the stairs. <laughs> I'm gonna make Scream, goddammit. Yeah, and like as as weird as everything is, like I I still feel like it it, it works. It it works, but the comedy ratio is off. Yeah, like because there's like really serious uh, plot development and and twisted ideas and and things like this, but then there's also slapstick comedy. Yeah, like, like it was it was a it was a bridge too far. 
Yeah, the dad is well. The you know dad just generic. Yeah, you don't really get. His, you don't have a name. He doesn't have a name. They named him. Uh, it was I thought it was just mom and dad or whatever. Uh, she actually calls his name out during the movie. And oh, then, I missed. And it. then you I get, saw the name of the funeral home was Robeson or whatever. Yeah, that's their last name. Yeah. Uh, what the hell was his name? El Eldon or some some weird huh. shit like that. All right. Um. Um. Yeah, he like. Like I said, they're this very like conservative fifties couple, but then when he's kind of flipping out, he just out of nowhere changes into a gimp suit, like a full body yeah. leather gimp suit. Which works. Like the gimp suit it's weird, but it works because of how twisted they are. Yeah, it's another like, what the fuck is going on in this movie? But then when he's like getting hit in the head with stuff and it goes bonk and he goes, Whoa. Like that's where you lose me. Like and I, I guess I get it. To, to add levity to the like the really serious nature of like child abuse and, and things going on in this movie. But you either take it seriously or you don't. Like Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You either commit to the comedy throughout it or yeah, or just I don't know. It's just it's it's very weird tonally, you're right. Yeah, about. like the like the comedy was in the weirdest of places. Like things are getting super serious and then there's like a three stooges bit. You know? It's like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, the, I don't like the genericness of the setting either. They never really say where it is. The kid mentions Detroit, the, you know, when he, yeah. when he describes, uh, the, when he describes father, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's as big as Detroit. So yeah. I don't know if they're supposed to be in Detroit. I don't it know. clearly looks like Southern California. Um, but the cop cars show up, don't have any markings on them. They just have like a police badge. And no, I mean that could be on purpose. That could be like oh, I'm sure this, it is. This could be in your town. Yeah, kind of yeah. Um, yeah. So I, that I don't know. I, I that bothers. That's like a little detail that bothers me. Yeah. Uh, what else is like? It, there's just a lot to a lot to unpack in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's. it's like, I don't know. Like it's 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 it sits in that weird like. Like, it's a good movie, but is it as good as I remember it being? Or is it better than I remember it being? Yeah. It, it's... See, I, 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 this is the second time I've seen this movie. So it's it's better than I remember it. Um, I, like, I, I'm still processing. Like, ugh, that's a long word I, I butchered. Um, I'm still processing this. Like, it... Yeah, yeah, processing this. <laughs> Um, this kid's a fucking moron too. Oh yeah, he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, I mean his name is Fool, uh, and it's quite appropriate. Um, yeah. <coughs> excuse me. Um, this movie could have ended about a half hour earlier. Um, when he calls the cops after escaping the house the first time. Yep. The cops go and like they just kind of do a, a walkthrough and you yeah, know, oh, oh, everything's fine here. Everything's great. Yeah. When they leave, he pops out of the cabinet. He's been hiding. You know, he snuck in with, through the back door. Yep. Um. That whole visit from the police probably would have been a whole lot more effective if he said, "Hey, uh, this is a secret passage over here. Yep. Um, I know where there's more secret passages upstairs. Like there's yeah. dead bodies in the basement. Yep. Yeah. Like ugh, that. That frustrated me. And this this movie did get a little long in the tooth. Like toward the end, I was I was like, "All right, come on, let's let's wrap it up." Yeah, I kind of was like they they draw out the ending quite a bit with the people showing up from the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, and then like you know the she just keeps going back to the door like that's it, just weird. Yeah, it it wound up getting 
really repetitive, I think. It's like yeah, they would be that. the same setup and then the same resolution and then they work on the same setup again with the same resolution. Um, you know, uh fool is trying to hide in the house and then he gets the attention of the father. Well, first of all, he and, he makes noise when it's easily avoidable to yeah. not make noise. Like, yeah. So then father's chasing him and mother's screaming and Alice is either helping or staying away. Yeah. And then he hits him in the head with something and hides again. And then he makes another noise and then they're after him. And then he hits him in the head with something. Yeah. And then he hides again. Yeah. I know he hits him in the head with a brick. He hits him with a lamp fire poker. The lamp. Yeah. Yeah. Fire poker. The, (coughs) the toilet lid. Oh yeah. That's right. The, uh, the back of the toilet. lid. I do remember that one too. That is a weird, like, Bugs Bunny in amount of comedy. Yeah. Like, physical comedy. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is, like... I honestly didn't even register the comedy aspect of this movie until you mentioned, like, comedy yeah. in the in the intro. Yeah. And, yeah, you're right. Fuck, that's weird. They, <laughs> they really needed to tone that down or go full bore with it and take a lot of the seriousness out of the movie <sighs> and replace it with comedy. Then I think they would have had a good ratio because as it stands, it doesn't work. I don't want to get too ahead of myself um, because this will come back into play in the better known as. What year was Twin Peaks? Was it 91? All right. So this is this is within the range of being a Twin Peaks kind of influenced, not knockoff, but like, you know, when there's a popular movie and then yeah. like, you have the cookie cutter like. Oh yeah, well yeah. Everett McGill and uh, and mother are both in Twin they were, Peaks. Yeah, yeah, they, were, yeah, they were married in Twin Peaks. Yeah, so I'm thinking like, were they maybe trying to cash in on like that weirdness and like, oh, here's like maybe. another weird thing that they're in. Maybe. Hmm. Man, the, the the first season of Twin Peaks was so good. I really need to watch it. It's an investment. Like, well, not only like I know I'm sure, it's and like, I know you're not like a David Lynch guy. Yeah, I was just say I have a very like tenuous relation with you know, with David Lynch. This is probably the least Lynchian David Lynch. All right, um, really, it is. It's because I've heard weird shit about this. <laughs> the show is fucking strange, man. Yeah, yeah. But if you take into account David Lynch's fucking career, Twin Peaks is like. Some of the tamest stuff. Yeah, I mean, like if you compare it to like Eraserhead or whatever. Like. Fuck that movie. <laughs> the only people that like Eraserhead are people that want to like Eraserhead. Yeah, yeah. People, yeah, who people want to convince you to like Eraserhead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watched it. I wanted to like it, and I watched it, and it was fucking bad. How's that beer? Not bad. It's a little IPA-ish. Really? Yeah. All right, we are drinking local liquid New York Pills. It's by not, Steuben Brewing Company. It doesn't have that like overpowering, like flowery taste, but it has a little bit of it. Yeah. Uh, this is brewed with 100% New York State hops and malt. Mm, all right. Yeah, not bad. Uh, you know, I'm not going to turn one down if I'm offered one. Yeah. I also just finished a Mai Tai, courtesy of the Bartisan machine, of Artesian machine. Uh, oh, there's a little bit left in there. Hey. Uh, oh, these guys are from Casanova. Is that out west? I don't know. I just know, I know I've name. driven past it at some point. <laughs> I know I, I I set it up like I knew what the fuck I was talking about. Like, oh yeah, they're from Casanova. <laughs> I was not prepared to follow up on that no. one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, bud. 
Uh, all right, back to back to the movie here. Okay, I see what you're saying with that beer. It has that IPA, like flowery kind of like aftertaste to it, but not not super anywhere strong, and yeah. not anywhere as extreme as an IPA would be. Yeah, yeah. No, it's actually pretty pretty delightful. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, back to this weird fucking movie. Yeah, there was something else this kid did that was fucking dumb. Uh, uh, trying to rob them in the first place. Yeah, was was pretty dumb. I mean, the whole setup of, like, you have two people within, like, a half an hour coming to your house trying to gain access for separate reasons. Like, yeah. red flag, red flag, red flag. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's dumb. Um, I don't know. When he decided he was going to square up with the Rottweiler, it was pretty dumb. He squares up with uh, with father at the end, too. Like, Yeah, where he punches him into balls. <laughs> That's right. I I like I so wanted like the Mike Tyson's punch out like the, <laughs> the star punch like <laughs> Yeah, well he basically went whoop 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 and yeah. fell down. <laughs> <laughs> Mario runs out. <laughs> like I needed that's that the, sound. That's thing. the only thing that was missing. Yeah. <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, man I love Wes Craven but he had uh, he wrote and directed this and he was on to something great I just don't think he yeah, really he didn't little, he didn't execute a little bit longer in the old uh, creative oven like you know? I think so yeah 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 what, what was the previous to this what would have been his last movie probably Shocker, Shocker? yeah because uh, I, I think that was what like 88 ish Maybe 89 around there, I'd say. Yeah. Maybe even 90. You know what? I don't think 90, because it had a very hair metal soundtrack. Yeah, you know what? I want to say I was in like the third grade when that came out. So that had to have been like 87 or 88. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, just a little before I Google, if anybody else is going to Google Shocker, uh, make sure you Google Shocker movie, Wes Craven. Like, yeah. You're going to, yeah, just don't Google. Or leave your safe search on. Yeah, yeah, don't Google Shocker or The Shocker. Um, you're going to get some 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 naughty results. Hey, man, there's a whole there's a whole series of those. It's not just The Shocker. <laughs> Would you like to know them? Uh, I am good. Are you sure? 1989, yeah, Shocker. 89, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And what was this, 91, 92? 91. This is, uh, oh shit, I thought it was 92. God damn, IMDB says 1991. Yeah. Eh, they're the authority, I'm not. I'm really just pulling shit out of my ass at the end of the day. Please don't do that while I'm here. <laughs> That's um, unsanitary. <laughs> um, God, what else? Like, this movie is just, it's very bizarre. Um, the whole trap basement stairs. It's it's fun. Like yeah. I I didn't yeah I didn't not enjoy it. Yeah, I just would have enjoyed it more had it taken itself more seriously. I think. Yeah, is 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 where I'm at. Yeah, I, I can I can I can get on that train. Um, yeah, it's. Oh, excuse me. I mean, like, and the other thing is like how. How hard is it to escape a fucking house? Like, if you really want to get out of the house, like, yeah, you can get out of the house. Yeah, especially like, there's at least I want to say ten dudes in the basement. Yeah, at, maybe a dozen to fifteen, let's say, all held in with one padlock. Yeah, on a rickety ass fence. Yeah, like, granted, we probably can't talk. Like, they're all kind of fucked up. 
No, I think they can you know communicate enough to say, hey, let's all work together and break the hell out of here. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I would think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what a weird movie! It's, it is. It is very strange. <laughs> like it's and it's the best kind of strange too, because like it's kind of feasible strange. You know, like there are stories of people abducting and stashing kids in their basements there yeah. are stories of you know incestuous brother sister fucking weirdos i don't I know if i'm verging in trivia territory with this but uh this is like wes craven got the idea for this by reading uh he saw like a newspaper story about um, yeah these two burglars tried to break into a house um you know the police were called the police showed up the burglars were nowhere to be found Yep. Um, but they these people who lived there had their kids like locked up in this house like pretty much like what's going on here yeah I mean, and that, that's that's kind of the cool part about Wes Craven stuff is he'll he'll read a story and then be influenced by the story, mm-hmm. and then work it into something that like is relevant to his his vision. Yeah, you know, and so this isn't a direct copy of whatever that newspaper story was, but it's close and it's got it's got those roots. It's, it was the same with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street because. <clears throat> Uh, he was reading articles about kids who, I think it was in Japan or China or something like that, were staying awake for days on end <clears throat> because they were afraid of something happening while they were asleep. And then they would fall asleep and they would die in their sleep. Yeah, yeah. You know, so he kind of took that and, and yeah, ran with it. Ran with it, yeah. So he he was re- he's a really good, great idea man. I don't. His, uh, his writing wasn't. Always... His writing was not the best. Yeah. You know, because you have the um, like I don't want to get too politically correct. The beginning of this movie is like set in stereotypeville. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Look at Ving Rhames. Yeah. Look at him. <laughs> oh, you mean Leroy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah. Leroy. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, like this kid, you know, they, they don't even give the where he lives a name. They just call it the ghetto. Yep, the ghetto. Where, the and ghetto. the neighborhood. Yeah, I'll go search the ghetto. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, wow. Like just a just a little bit of writing right there yeah, would have helped that out. If only there were like uh and like other ha- people that could maybe help you flesh out some of these ideas instead it, of just doing it on your own. Oh, and like it's just if it's almost like this kid lives in like one of those Christian hell houses, <laughs> those like Christian haunted houses where like yeah, <laughs> like an unmarried couple living together, Woo! yeah, like stuff like that. <laughs> this man is gambling on the Sabbath. <laughs> oh man. Uh. All right, let's, so, let's let's go to the rating on this. Yeah, um, I I'll, I'll start it off. I am gonna give this. You gonna give it a ten? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm 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 using my my new harsher standards. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna give this. Um, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this a five five. I'm gonna say okay. Um, just because I don't want to give it a five to because I'll put it in that range of like, well, I don't really like it. I don't really hate it. Yeah. I did enjoy this movie. It was a good watch. Um, is it something I'm going to go back to? Mm, probably not. I mean, like, the, uh, this isn't something that's even on TV a lot. Like, I've seen it no. maybe, like, 
maybe like once or twice back in the day on like late night on TNT or something. Yeah, like, it's not even streaming on anything. Like you have to rent. Yeah, it. I had to rent this movie. God damn it. Yeah, it's cost me four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> fucking HD and SD were the same fucking price. <laughs> Fuck you, Amazon. Like there. <laughs> There should be, a, like, once a movie is, like, 20 years old, it should be no more than, like, $1.99 to rent. Yeah. Like, you, like you've made all the money you're going to make on this. Like, yeah. I, I would even argue that pricing it as a lower rental will make you more money than if it's a $4 Probably, rental. Because somebody's going to look at that and go, $4? Yeah. A uh, dollar? All right. Fine. Yeah. 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 Uh, so you were saying uh, you were giving this a 5.5? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, we well... If anybody's, you know, nobody will know you. You guys are just completely, like, unaware of what just happened. We podcasted for, like, another ten minutes uh, after I just gave that initial rating and not realized our fucking recording had stopped. Yeah. So now we're going to try and recreate. Like, we had a great bit about the Stairmaster crushing pussy. (laughs) It's just gone forever now. Yeah, it's off in the ether. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I stand by the 5-5 rating. Donner, get down. (laughs) Get down. (laughs) Go lay down in your chair. John, would you like to join us on our podcast? <laughs> no? What movie? People, People Under, under the, the Stairs. stairs. Never seen it. Yeah. You should watch it. Well, no, you don't like horror movies. Although this is uh, like not very horror. Well, it is more like, I would say, like it's psychological uns- horror. It's unsettling. Yeah, yeah. That's specifically the kind that I have been very vocal about. Oh, all right. Then, yeah, don't watch this. Yeah. Um, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we've got like our last two, se- well, three segments to go, but. Yeah, we're, we're good. Yeah. Um, I stand by the, uh, the 5-5 five, five rating just because, you know, there, there's a lot of dingable things in this. Um, I don't know if that part was recorded before. Um, yeah. there's a lot of like off logic. Um, I, th- I, I, I think I mentioned that the beginning of this movie is set in like stereotypeville. Oh, hundred percent. Um, you know, uh, oh, did, oh, I think we look. I said this earlier that the part that is not now in the episode, but like it's like Fool is growing up in like a Christian hellhouse. Yeah. With like scary, like the unmarried people living together. Yeah. yeah. The guy smoking a joint in the hallway. Uh, uh, he's gambling <laughs> on the Sabbath. Woo. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's something I'm going to go back and, and watch again anytime soon, but I. At the same time, like if I if I came across it on TV, I would stop, but I would also see keep, what part you're on. No, I, I would keep I would stop the channel here, but I would pull the guide back up and keep scrolling <laughs> through the guide because I, I I can do better than this. I feel like yeah. I can do better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, like it's definitely a yeah, it's hard cut off at a six for me. Uh, uh, you could probably convince me to go lower. You'll never convince me to go higher. Yeah. Um. There's just a lot of just weird logic, strange logic, um, absurd slapstick comedy for no reason. Yeah, the, yeah, that like really clashes with like the intensity and the seriousness of yeah, like, the they, actual. Like, they they could have done some lighthearted bits to to get a little humor in there, but the slapstick nature of it does not mesh with the rest of this movie. Like Wes Craven, you done fucked up, bud. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, again, I, I 
don't, again, I don't know if this is recorded, but I, I would recommend it if you're a horror fan, if you haven't seen it, just because it is like, it's, it's an experience. It's not yeah. a bad movie. It's, it can be a notch in your belt. It's fine. Yeah. But I, I would say it's probably not like going to be like one of the things that's like your all time favorite. Like it's not going to be something you're going to go back to. It's like, you know, I can't imagine. Like I'm good on this for at least another 10 years. Yeah. Like, there's huge dedicated fandoms for, like, Hellraiser, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th. I don't think, like, there's going to be, there ever will be, and if we don't have it at this point, 30 years after the fact, like, ever a huge, like, oh, we love this movie. Like I've never met anybody who has claimed that this is their favorite movie. Yeah. I, you know, you can say, like, you enjoy it is, you know, if you're a, you're a Wes Craven kind of person, whatever. I mean, it's got his fingerprints all over it, but it's just not... It's not the same quality. Yeah. It's it's good in the same like nature. Like <clears throat> the the unsettling stuff that's in it is very Wes Craven. Mm. And then trying to put a little comedy into it, I think he got he got hooked on the, the Nightmare on Elm Street kind of thing where you could you could do the humor. Because that yeah. was a humorous character. I was just this this is the point in Nightmare on Elm Street where it starts getting into like very goofy comedy. It starts, it starts being like, I mean, they it's always well, I don't gory. Think, I don't think Wes Craven was involved with them after the third one. That seems about right because after that is when it gets really like caricature. Yeah, like Dream Warrior was the last like kind of kind of serious one. Yeah, I think he jumped back on for Freddy's Dead. One well, new nightmare probably also. Well, yeah, I think he did new nightmare uh, and Freddy's dead. I'm I may be misremembering. I don't care at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Nightmare on Elm Street is what it is. I'm not like a huge dedicated fan. Uh, I was also very yeah. scarred by that first movie <laughs> by watching it when I was way too young to watch. Yeah, it. that'll happen. <laughs> All right, you ready for some trivia? Let's do some trivia. Okay. This is where we put the trivia music. Hey! Not <laughs> to bother you with trivia. I used to think they were kind of trivia. Uh, Wes Craven was inspired to write this film after reading a real-life news story. You already ruined this for me. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> yeah. Eat shit. Um, I'm going to skip right over that then. All right. How about this? Hillary Swank auditioned for the role of Roach because Roach was originally written to be either a male or a female. And I don't think Hillary Swank would have done a very good job. I'm not a very big Hillary Swank fan to begin with. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. Like the dude who did it did a pretty good job with it. I don't Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like if she she definitely wasn't like a known commodity at this point. I no. I think she didn't hit her stride until like 2000. <laughs> Um, I, I like, I ha I, I will. Uh, I, I'm not trying to recreate this bit, but we have to mention like <laughs> just the goddamn stupidity of the line. Hey, you're almost out of here. Like you're close to freedom and women. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> this horribly scarred fucking zombie of a human being is just gonna get out there and uh, you know mix it up a little bit, meet some ladies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Oh boy. Anyway, trivia. Yeah. So, uh, actor Sean Whalen, who played Roach, was 26 years old when he played the part. Uh, and he was supposed to be portraying a 15 or 16-year-old boy. 
because that's Hollywood for you, baby. Yeah, I was just, as far as Hollywood standards, that's not horrible. Like there no. have been much older people who've been trying to pass themselves off as teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, oh Jesus Christ! Um, There's that movie that was just out, uh, Dear Evan Hansen, yeah. where he was supposed to like this guy is supposed to be playing like a kid like in high school. <laughs> I think he's in his mid thirties or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jesus Christ! Look at the the original Blob. Yeah, Steve McQueen's Steve, supposed to be a teenager. Steve McQueen was like forty six. <laughs> hey, I'm like seventeen. I was dropping off my kid and I saw this Blob. Uh... <laughs> that was also the director that definitely helped with the nepotism. Yeah, yeah, Probably. that usually does help in Hollywood. Do you want a microphone, John? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cause I can do that. I can hook you up in like two gotcha. seconds. Nope. <laughs> nope. You, your, your uh, viewers do not want to know a fact about one of the people you talked about in trivia that had nothing to do with the movie. I don't care what they want. We have a whole segment of the show that has nothing to do with the movie, so that yeah. that could be your time to shine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the film earned back its $6 million budget within a few days of its theatrical release, which I never would have guessed in a million years. Yeah, um, $6 million in 91, I mean, that's like nothing to shake a stick at. It's good money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that is surprising. That's mid-career Wes Craven money. That's what that is. Look who's back to ruin the podcast. Hey, Donner. Oh, you bork, <laughs> bork, bork. Hey. Uh, during the scene in which Wendy Robbie... Uh, feeds Spencer's sliced off hand to her Rottweiler dog a fake edible hand covered in a red sauce was used while the dog was chewing and eating up the hand Robbie noticed a wire in the dog's mouth and when she reached into the dog's mouth with her bare fingers managed to pull out the wire much to the crew's shock so there's this like giant nasty fucking Rottweiler right there Prince. she just shoves her hand in his fucking mouth while he's eating. Yeah, not a good move, uh, generally. <laughs> oh, that was the... the, the oh, Mike the nut Tyson. punch. Yeah. Like, I just... I, if you could have given me the Mike Tyson star punch <laughs> sound effect right there, it would have been so good. Or even, like, the ding! Like, <laughs> when, he, when he, like, first gets the... Uh, when he gets the star. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking Johnny Cage, man. Uh, throughout the entire movie, you hear the man and woman call each other mommy and daddy. You never hear their real names... Uh, except for when you hear her yell for the man, and she calls him Eldon. The sign in the front reads Robeson Funeral Home, so his name must be Eldon Robeson. Robeson. Yeah. There you go, yeah. Yeah. yeah, most people don't catch that she actually called out his name. I, I completely missed it, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, other than that one scene, it's just... They're, they're, I mean, their credits are man and woman. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which I don't know if they just he didn't want to like humanize them too much or I think it's all part like I, I think all of the genericness of the setting and all that, I think it's intentional. I think it's just part yeah. of that. Yeah, just like this could be Anywhere. any any yeah. town USA. Yeah. Uh Spanish director F. Javier Gutierrez was approached by Wes Craven to direct a remake. So if if you actually look on IMDb You'll see like a like an in production or in development uh, title for people under the stairs. So I don't know if they were planning to do another movie or a TV show. Maybe. Yeah. I don't want either one of those. Yeah, I mean, like, actually, we you so know what? If they do a movie, 
with and and take the serious tone yeah. stuff from this and keep just the serious tone could work. This would be one of the movies that we'd say is like prime for a remake where it was it was okay it could have been way better if they did a little bit, you know, put a little bit more work into it. Like, yeah. I think if they do that, that would be worth the remake. Yep. Um, but a TV series? I would not want to show. Fuck no. We were just saying, like, this this thing is too long already. Yeah. Like, you know, they were stretching it out as it is. I don't I don't think you're going to do a series. No, because I think this was an hour 46. Hour, yeah, yeah. About something that. like that. And it could have it could have easily been an hour 20. Yeah, yeah. And I think it would have helped this movie a lot. And guess what, folks? We are restarting the podcast for the third time now. Yeah. Um, we Just, had, uh, we had, as funny as the stuff that got dropped the first time. I'm telling you, what we just lost was even funnier. Probably <laughs> the funniest thing oh, anyone has yeah, ever our, heard. Yeah, our best bits ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're they're now gone forever. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> uh, this is our last IMDb trivia fact here. Uh, there was a February 4th, 1999 Los Angeles Times article about the house entitled Points of Pride about how Butterfly McQueen, who was the maid in Gone with the Wind, owned and lived in the house where where this was filmed. And she was still alive at the time of the film's release. So she was probably mad that they were fucking up her house. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Because they definitely had to like do some interior stuff for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, he's shooting a shotgun through the fucking walls and <laughs> stabbing it with the bayonet. and It was not good. Now I'm really fucking paranoid about our uh, recording. Yeah. Um, I, 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 yeah. John, keep an eye on that. Yeah. <laughs> John's now our producer. <laughs> he just walked into the role. He didn't know it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> suck to suck. All right. Um, shall we uh, move along to the next segment then? We already covered that. You did? That's yeah. a cool fact. That is a cool fact. That they uh, got the job because they played a married couple in Twin Peaks. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that earlier. I yep. uh, I was wondering if this was a uh, kind of like a cash grab to, uh, as like, because Twin Peaks was out right before this. So they're like. It, and was like hugely popular in its first season. Yeah. By the second season, it waned a lot. Like, people weren't really digging it. Yeah, Which, and this would have been the second season, so I yeah. think it's right in that prime time to be a you know a copycat of uh, Twin Peaks. Um, yeah, let's move on to the uh, to the better known as segment and uh, better known as yeah. Hope this recording uh, stays up uh, uh, throughout the whole thing. If it doesn't, I'll be mad, yeah. and I will flip this table. <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't pull up Wes Craven's IMDb. We'll start off with him because he's the director. Um, here we go. Uh, Wes Craven is definitely a name you know, probably most famously from Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, he was also behind uh, the Scream franchise. Um, this I think his first movie was Last House on the Left, wasn't it? Uh, I think you might be right on that. Let's see. Uh, this whole thing is... Yep, has, Last House on the Left. Blah. <laughs> the Last House on the Left. You ever, uh, you ever seen that? I have not. I heard it's pretty, uh, pretty intense. It's fucking grisly, man. Huh. That was back in the day where there was a lot of like exploitation, like 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 I spit on your grave. Yeah, and stuff like, like that. Yeah. it was rape exploitation. I yeah. think was the uh, the, the genre name for it. Um, he also directed Hills Have Eyes Part One and Two. I did not know that. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. I don't know why I didn't know that. No oh, shit. Uh, yeah. He also directed Swamp Thing, which I think we'll be doing on an upcoming episode. Oh, we certainly will be. Um, I I I. 
I am both excited and afraid of doing that episode because I, I watched that movie a lot when I was a kid, and I, I know it's not going to hold up. You know what? I think I saw the movie maybe once or twice. I watched the show a lot. Yeah, actually, I never um, watched the USA, USA show. Yeah. I watched the one they did like two years ago. That was really good. See, that I haven't seen. Yeah, that one was awesome, and then they shit-canned it because it was too expensive to make. Yeah. Um, and like the uh, the effects and just like the body horror of it all was really yeah good. everybody says it was really good but then yeah. there's no there's no resolution to the show which yeah, just stops. drives me crazy which is why I won't watch Carnival even uh, though yeah. even yeah. though it's supposed to be amazing uh, of course uh, Nightmare on Elm Street we just mentioned uh, the magical world of Disney I did not know that oh Case Busters this fucking thing is acting very wonky there we go. Uh, Deadly Friend, I remember that. That was with um, Drew Barrymore, I believe. He did five episodes of the, the 80s Twilight Zone series, uh, which shows up in here quite a bit. Hey, Shocker was 89. Yeah, Shocker. Uh, Serpent in the Rainbow. I love that movie. Yeah, it's I have, I have so not seen underrated. in a long, long time. Uh, that's with Bill Pullman, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bill Paxton and Bill Pullman are interchangeable as you They're basically the same person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Nightmare Cafe. Oh, the, no. Uh, he did Vampire in Brooklyn? He did. Wow. The Eddie Murphy vampire movie. <laughs> Scream 1 and 2 were a year apart. I did not remember that. He, am I? I think I, I'm the only person in the world that does not give a shit about Scream movies. I, I the first, I like the first two threes when it, like uh, I start giving a shit. I mean, I guess it was a, it was a cool twist on the, the genre, but like. I don't know. Maybe I just didn't like how meta it was. Yeah. I would say the uh, the first one is definitely the best of the series. Oh, yeah. I, I, the new one is getting crazy good reviews. Yeah. So I'm, I definitely want to see it. Uh, I don't care. Although, yeah, with everything going on right Once now. Once MTV like makes a series about your material, then we're done. <laughs> and that was not a good series. Uh, Scream 4 was the last movie he directed. How about that? Um, how, when did he die? It's been a while, hasn't it? Fifteen. Wow, it's yeah, it's uh, seven years already, almost. Well, yeah. it will be seven years later this year. Um, yeah, I mean, a true, uh, true master of the uh, the genre. Yeah, uh, he had a lot of really he good stuff. Wrote the fucking TV series. What? Oh, oh boy, man, that really <laughs> he couldn't have because it was from 2015 to 2019. No, so maybe like he he gets a writing credit on it. For probably being it's the probably creator. the creator, yeah. creator credit, yeah. Oof, yeah. Don't. Uh, it, I, I'm sure he would almost come back from the grave to say, "Please don't <laughs> put my name on that." <laughs> uh, all right, moving right along, uh, we have the uh, the star of the movie, Fool, uh, Brandon uh, Brandon Quinton Adams. Um, he's actually one of the kids in the Sandlot. Uh, that's one of the things yep. he's probably most known for. Uh, Kenny DeNunez. Um, some of the other highlights. He was in the Mighty Ducks. Uh, he's in Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, which is a very, 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 very odd movie. Yep. Great arcade game. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Joe Pesci is like a super villainy. Don't even try to explain it. Yeah. It's, just... it's Michael Jackson is like a magical gangster, I guess. Who yeah. then turns into a spaceship. Yeah. Don't forget that part. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 
It's uh just watch it. Just fucking watch it. Yeah. Uh yeah. You will be entertained. It makes the case of why you should always have somebody in your life willing to tell you no. <laughs> uh, I think it's the, the lesson we can learn from that. Yep. Um let's see. Going back, his first credit is Benson in 1986. Uh he's also in the video uh, for Smooth Criminal. Uh, one of Michael Jackson's better songs, I will say. Well, I think the video from Smooth Criminal came out of Moonwalker. Moonwalker. It's got the same, like, he's wearing that same, like, gangster, like, outfit. It's had, it had the lean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Quantum Leap he was on an episode of. Uh, Love that Nest. show. Uh, a Different World. I think a couple of people on this show were on a different, uh, this movie, excuse me, uh, were on a different world. Uh, same with Drexel's class, too, I noticed as I was going through. Everybody's. I don't even know what the fuck that is. That was a sitcom in which Dabney Coleman was, like, a, a school teacher. Uh, and like yeah it was I remember watching it it was like kind of funny I love, Dabney Coleman's in it I mean you can't go wrong with Dabney Coleman as far as I'm concerned uh, maybe eh. you can yeah eh. uh, let's see The Sandlot Martin is another one that shows up on this uh, episode quite a bit I noticed a lot of people were in Martin yeah um, Rock I remember from Fox Sunday Nights it was like a, a dramedy uh, with Charles S. Dutton from Alien 3 Jesus Christ <laughs> Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air he was on. Boy Meets World, Sister, Sister. Um, I did watch a lot of Sister, Sister and Moesha. <laughs> he was on Moesha. Uh, he's in Kingdom Hearts, too. Uh, and then, yeah, not really much else. Although he does have a movie in pre-production, so good luck, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving along, Everett McGill, who we uh, said played father or dad. Not to be confused with Ulysses Everett McGill. <laughs> who was that? from Oh Brother Where Art Thou oh oh yeah yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I know I know that name yeah yeah, yeah. Um, start at the beginning again uh, let's see he started off holy shit in 1952 in the Guiding Light God. Uh, soap opera damn Jesus wait 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 no that's oh, when that he, show yeah. was on yeah he, he was, was on that show to 75 that yeah. makes sense okay yeah that's crazy was like, he's 52 that's fucking yeah he would have to be like a, a zygote when he, he was on that cause like he was in Dune. <coughs> was he really? Yeah. Hold on, I scrolled back up. Um, he's in License to Kill. Holy shit! All right. Um, I just read uh, that movie. Oh, here we go. Dune, Stilgar. Yeah. Um, License to Kill is the James Bond movie. This I saw described earlier today. I was reading an article as um, an extended episode of Miami Vice in which James <laughs> Bond shows up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they they ramped up the cheese. The the last one with Roger Moore was uh, a View to a Kill. And oh, it's, was it? Yeah, it was it's basically one. like yeah. a seventy year old Roger Moore running around with Tanya Roberts. Like, yeah, looks like she's helping right. her grandfather out. He like, stopped doing those movies because he said, hey, "This is gross. Yeah. I'm just too old." <laughs> Connery's just like, I'll do another one in a decade. Oh, he's the Reverend in Silver Bullet. Yeah. Oh shit! That's right. Uh, that's a movie I have to watch again. I remember watching it a lot when I was a kid, but not being like kind of crazy about it. Yeah, he's one of those dudes who like you've you've definitely fucking seen him in a ton of shit. Yeah, um, Werewolf, which was like one of the first series on Fox. Heartbreak um, Ridge was great. Tour of Duty, I remember that show. It was a Vietnam show on CBS, I believe. Yep. Uh, let's see, anything else? Kind of. Oh, Twin Peaks, we mentioned. Twin Peaks, people. He's in the yeah, all all the versions of Twin Peaks, even Fire Walk with Me and the uh, the recent um, revival. Ooh, the Steven Seagal classic, Under Siege 2. Uh, Dark, Dark Territory. territory. <laughs> that is uh, where he's not on a battleship anymore. This time he's fighting on a train. <laughs> uh, and it looks, looks like the last thing he was in was the Twin Peaks revival. Uh, Are you just going to skip over Jag? 
How are you going to just skip over Jack? Um, I'm not a 70-year-old retiree. That's why I'm skipping <laughs> over Jack. <laughs> uh, man. The guy, the guy who played Kano in the Mortal Kombat movie was on Jag. Was he really? Yeah. Uh, the new Mortal Kombat or the original Mortal Kombat? The original. Okay. okay. The Australian guy. It have to be the original. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, isn't Jag still on or didn't it just go off? Uh, you can't count NCIS and be like Jag's still on. It's man. pretty <laughs> much the same, same show. Same show, yeah. But that's like saying, remember Cheers 30 year run? I mean, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Always Sunny was great. Uh, that actually does have a 20 year run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this last season was a little like, I don't know, not my favorite, but whatever. That's a different podcast. I'm not allowed to say that because then it's political if I say it, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen past the first season, I don't think. Um, so you I, seen Danny DeVito. Yeah, I, that is a like top tier sitcom, in my opinion. Like, Danny DeVito is in the first season. Nope. <laughs> Only comes in the second season. Okay, then I've seen it. Up to the second season. Yeah. Because oh, okay. I have seen it. Um, the first season only has six episodes. Oh. Then, all, then it doesn't even fucking count. And they're all, like, crazy controversial. Like, they come right at right out of the gate with, like, the gay black nightclub guy. Yeah. The second one's on abortion. Like the, they, 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 I think the, you know, the third one, I think, is, like, the gun fever one, or maybe yep. they, they get addicted the to crack. gun fever's in there. Yeah. Addicted to crack, I think, was, like, the... The last episode of that was it. The last one was Charlie got molested. Oh, yeah. They went out on with a bang with the McPoyles. Uh, oh, one of the McPoyles is in this movie. Uh, Tie-in, yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, we'll get to we'll get to that. Jimmy, whatever. He's the only. He, he's the actual actor out of the two of them. Jimmy Simpson, yeah. yeah. Uh, Wendy, Roby or Robbie? I'm not sure. It looks like it's Roby. I think it's. I don't know. Yeah. It's whatever you want to fucking say it is. <laughs> um, she is also in uh, all the flavors of Twin Peaks. Um, yeah, so, Nadine Hurley was uh, absolute main character in that movie or that show. Okay, um, she was on the original Baywatch, which mm, right, good for you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> work is work. I'm not going to shame anybody. Uh, she was on Quantum Leap. Uh, she was in the ninety uh, '90s Ultraman revival, which I vaguely, vaguely remember. Do you remember Viper? Is that the one with the like basically Night Rider with an actual Viper car? Yeah, yeah, yeah it sure was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, she's in Vampire in Brooklyn. Fucking gross, man. Uh, she's on Deep Space Nine. I love that show. <laughs> oh, another Seagal classic. The Glimmer, Glimmer Man. Man. Ooh. <laughs> she's in, uh, apparently there was a Zork game in the 90s. Okay. She was a voice in that. Um, Party of Five. Devil in the Flesh. She's in I the- think that was one of those steamy HBO movies. Steamy dramas. Let's yeah. see. 1990. It, that it definitely sounds... It's got... Oh, yeah. Rose yeah. Uh When a girl lays eyes on her teacher. Yep. Don't even need to read the rest. <laughs> <laughs> sparks fly, and so do some heads. Yeah. So sparks and head are flying. It's definitely a steamy drama. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Magnificent Seven TV series, which I don't think anybody watched. Um, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. If you say that's a thing, that, that, that's uh, yeah, totally. Never watched that. Uh, and that's that's really about it. The last, well, the last like kind of known thing she was in was Twin Peaks in 2017. Yeah. Um. So that's probably what she's best known as. Uh, moving uh, along. Very much so. Uh, AJ Langer, who played Alice, she showed up in a lot of things like here and there. She is probably best known as the president's daughter in um, Escape from L.A. Uh, yep. Oh, from Jesus LA, Christ. Oh, no, it's Fame LA. Jesus. There we go. 96. Uh, looks like she was on Coach. You go all the way down to the bottom there? Yeah, yeah. I kind of jumped that's, around. Sorry. Um, 
hey man, Dragnet. <laughs> she was from on the 90s. The uh, Ferris Bueller ripoff, Parker Lewis Can't Lose, uh, Fox in the 90s. Uh, hey. Drexel's class again. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. So she's hitting all the teaching sitcoms. Yep. And Blossom. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah, Blossom. And The Wonder Years. Jesus Christ, she was killing it on 90s TV. Like <laughs> Beverly Hills 902. Another return to Zork. Uh, there's two Zork 90s games? Jesus sure. Christ. Baywatch again? Like, these people are just hanging out on different movie sets. Yeah. My So-Called Life. I didn't hate that show. I never really got into it. I, I've heard people say it's really good. Um, I, I just I just never I never got into it. Yeah. Um, she was on an episode of Seinfeld. Uh, I definitely remember that one. And hey, do you remember about how bad Coach was? <laughs> yeah. Do, uh, hey, do you remember how bad Escape from L.A. was? Yeah, unfortunately. I, I love that. it to death, though. <laughs> it's so fucking horrible. Oh. Uh, let's see. Brooklyn oh, the South. Poltergeist TV show. I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. Poltergeist Legacy. Yeah. I forgot that was a thing. It shouldn't have been. <laughs> Um, she was on a couple episodes of the Drew Carey show. Uh, private practice, and she really hasn't been in anything since No, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Moving along. Ving Moving Rames. Right uh, who you, uh, you've definitely seen Ving Rames or oh, something. Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. Um, he's probably most uh, well-known as Marcellus Wallace uh, in Pulp Fiction, uh, which is just a couple of years right after this movie. Um... Let's see. He started in... Jesus, his fucking IMDb is long. Uh, 1984. It's probably not the only thing that's long on Ving Rhames. <laughs> I'm just going to let that one be. Uh, another one. What? Road. He's very tall, so his arms are probably very long. <laughs> uh, crime Story, which I may have mentioned on this fucking podcast before, uh, was like a, uh, like a 50s, like cop detective show with Dennis Farina uh, which was pretty cool I remember it being cool when I was a kid yeah uh, Miami Vice Tour of Duty again pops up uh, Spencer for Hire uh, The Equalizer which shows up quite a bit here uh, keep going so the Stallone classic Stop or My Mom Will Shoot that is a classic <laughs> I don't give a fuck <laughs> uh, Pulp Fiction in 94 it's definitely got to be his most uh, you know, Blood In Blood Out was a good movie if you like those those like early '90s urban gangster movies, I don't know if I've ever seen that one. Huh. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's Bound by Honor. <laughs> that's a completely different movie. But what it's the a, fuck? Oh, original title Bound. Oh, by Honor. okay. Wow. Because I'm pretty sure there was another movie called Bound by Honor. <laughs> that's probably why they changed it. Yeah. Huh. All right. No, I, I never uh, saw that movie under any title. Oh. <laughs> well, then. Yeah. Mm. He's real and he's popular. Uh, role is coming up. <laughs> oh, you striptease? Mean, no. Kiss of Death, the where David he... Caruso classic? No. <laughs> I don't know. I liked striptease where he was just drilling holes in walls. Con Air. <laughs> Nathan Diamond Dog Jones in Con yep. Air. So he was Don yep. King in the Don King HBO movie. Um, Out of Sight, which I have definitely mentioned uh, on this podcast before. Uh, it's a fantastic movie. Uh, you should check it out. Uh, I did not realize he's been playing uh, that character on Mission Impossible for over 20 years at this point. 
That is mind-blowing right now. Am I the only one that stopped giving a shit about those movies after the second one? That is one of the few series that I will say gets better as it goes along. Really? Um, I'm trying to think of the last one. But, yeah, yeah, there's definitely a... Uh, because, like... The third wh- one was better than the second one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one was like, eh. Two was like, uh, And then, like, three, like, really like picked it up. Minute. Yeah. yeah, yeah. After yeah. that, it really started to be like, hey... Once it became good, yeah, like yeah, they kind of like put some like money and like kind of talent into it. Like they brought in other people. You get like your Simon Pegg and your Jeremy Renner's come in. Yeah, um, yeah, they make it a lot better. It, it, I will say that's it's one of the few franchises that has improved with age. I think. Um, because he was in the O.J. Simpson uh, TV movie in two thousand, playing Johnny Cochran. Oh Jesus Christ! He's in the Final Fantasy movie, the first one. Yeah, <laughs> I remember seeing that in the theater. That was horrible. <laughs> uh, Lilo and Stitch. He's a voice in that. Uh, the Proud Family. There's a lot of Mission Impossible stuff on here. Oh, that's right. He's yeah, in Dawn, Dawn of the Dead. The Dead. Yep. That's a, a very good remake. Oh, uh, man. That remake of Kojak only got one fucking season, huh? Yeah, and he was apparently Kojak in it. Yeah. I remember that. I don't remember that. (laughs) Uh, Leroy and Stitch. He's really getting that Disney money, man. There was an Aquaman TV. Yes, there was an Aquaman TV movie. It was um, a spinoff of Smallville. They had like this dude bro Aquaman. Like, yeah, it was not. uh, It was not good. It was not good. Uh, Day of the Dead, which. I'm good on that. The remake. uh, Well, it's not even a remake of Day of the Dead. It's just terrible movie with the name day of the dead he uh plays the brother of his character in dawn of the dead oh he's like he mentions like for like a second like oh my brother's at fort whatever and then like the story is about his brother at fort whatever and it's it's fucking terrible i'm i'm really upset at anything that's george romero adjacent that is not george romero yeah it does not involve george romero um going through some stuff here He's in a lot of fucking crap as well as like good movies. Oh yeah. Uh, looks like he's in the second Piranha movie. Uh, looks like he's in a couple of those Death Race movies, the newer ones. Gross. Yeah. yeah, those were not great. The he has a bit part in Guardians of the Galaxy two, which I absolutely love. Yeah. It's as far as like your space sci fi, like that's one of the best ones we've gotten in a while, I think. Uh, Holy then, shit, they're up to Mission Impossible 7. And 8 is filming. Currently. Whoa! Yeah, 7 is in post-production, and they're already cranking out another one. God damn. Yeah. That's not okay. I don't know <laughs> if you knew that. Hey, look. <laughs> no one's willing to stop Tom Cruise from killing himself <laughs> for a movie, right? Like, <laughs> let's yeah. just let him keep doing it. Yeah. Maybe eventually he'll... They're going to keep cranking out just like the Fast and Furious movies. At least these are good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sean Whalen, who we mentioned, played Roach. Um, I remember. Why did I say I was coming back to him? I don't know. Yeah, we'll probably because he was in Mission. Uh, yeah, Mission Impossible. He was in uh, Men in Black. Uh, he was in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, he was in the horrible Ferris Bueller TV series back in 1990. That was his first role. Uh, a year later, he's in People Under the Stairs. Uh, it looks like he's a bit part in Batman Returns, <laughs> the Nerds TV movie, Revenge of the Nerds TV movie, Nerds Three. That was so bad. Yeah. I that, mean, like, that was the one at the resort, right? 
No, was that, that was the second, the second one. one where that they, was the second one. Yeah, the third one is that the one I think where they're like older, and like wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they're like they're, they're like mentors. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Also, super bad. Looks <laughs> like uh, so he was on Friends. Tammy and the T Rex. Which he was like, on Friends, and nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. Which has like a, a crazy like cult following at the moment. Tammy, Tammy and the T Rex. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, like it's a very campy, like gory movie, and I don't know. It's got a it's got a following. He was on Waterworld. Yeah. <laughs> I love Waterworld. Don't give me that fucking look. Don't give me your fucking attitude about it either. <laughs> look, people love things. I'll beat your ass in your own house. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's in like a lot of known stuff. Lois and Clark. He's in that thing you do. He's in Twister, the cable guy. He's uh, always that like fringe character though. Like he's never yeah. really the main guy. Kind of like the uh, uh, like odd quirky guy. Yeah. Uh Men in Black. I think it's because he's got big gums, small teeth. Yeah. Uh Suicide Kings with um uh Christopher Walken and uh Jay Moore. Uh La Femme Nikita TV series. I watched a lot of that. <laughs> Nash Bridges. Watched a lot of that too. Uh, Idle Hands. I did not enjoy that movie. That's- what? That seems like that's getting like a big following now. I did not enjoy that movie. It's getting a big following now. I, I I've heard like well I've heard like people talking about it a lot more now. I would assume that you would be all over a horror, a horror movie based around weed. Yeah, I did not like it. It's so weird. This <laughs> whole, whole premise is insulting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! It's got the offspring in it. <laughs> uh, let's martial see. law. Oh, he's in the Charlie's Angels 2000 movie. Yeah, most of this is not good. Yeah. Oh, Spin City was decent. That was a good TV. for When Michael J. Fox was on it, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. The Hebrew Hammer. I remember that. that Amazing. Was a Comedy Central movie. Uh, Star Trek Enterprise. Um, anything else kind of well-known here? Uh, the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Yeah. Totally. Sure. Employee of the Month. Isn't that a fucking Dane Cook movie? Jessica Simpson, yeah. 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 Yep. I'm sure it's gold. <laughs> Andy Dick has a very memorable role. Oh, well, the, yeah. Uh, it's got to be good. Then. Glasses <laughs> yeah. All right, so you're telling me that a movie with Dane Cook and Jessica Simpson and, and Andy, Andy Dick. Dick. And Dax Shepard. And Dax. Hold on. <laughs> oh, he was Kristen Bell's husband. Before he was Dak Bell. Dak Bell. <laughs> um, he was on Lost, I believe. Yeah, Lost. Uh, Halloween Two, Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. Yep. Um, I don't give a shit. I like those movies. Yeah, I, I they're entertaining. They catch so much hell. Yeah, I I really don't have an issue with them. Um, he was in an episode of Castle. Oh yeah, I just ran over that castle. Um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, Hatchet Three. So he's done work with Kane Hodder. Uh, he was on the Constantine TV series, which wasn't horrible. I really liked it. Yeah, I'm very sad that they it canceled only lasted it. Lasted like a season. Yeah, and then they just moved his character to Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, it's like, hey, you got this really good show. We'll take the character out of it and put him in this, this is why really bad show. I saved him. He's Lion McPoyle. <laughs> on uh, yeah, that's a fucking name. <laughs> The McPoyles are like the white trash family on uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like the inbred white trash family. 
I figured that Probably was the main like, family. So there would have been a lot of family members brought into that one. Yeah. Lots of family. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the yeah, like the one in the like the um uh like Royal McPoyle is like the dad uh like Royal McPoyle. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He keeps a bird under his hat. Like yeah. They have to keep the bloodline pure. <laughs> yeah. And she almost married and he, his brother almost married outside the family. Yeah, they only drink uh mother's milk and mother is the name of the cow, like the family <laughs> cow. <laughs> But, you know, the uh, brother of the bride spiked the uh, milk with bath salts and they all ate each other's faces. <laughs> Great uh, show. Yeah. Classic. Uh, he's in a lot of stuff. But hey, I, uh, Three from Hell. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I... Uh, that is the least good of those movies. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we've said this before. It's um, Rob Zabi trying to be Robert Rodriguez, in, in my opinion. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, American Pickle, which was was pretty decent, not the greatest Seth Rogen movie, and he's got like four movies in pre production. So hey, good for him! Absolutely, my man, man is getting paid. Yeah, uh, let's. He is so creepy looking though. Yeah, <laughs> Bill Cobbs is another guy like you've seen in a lot of stuff. Absolute classic. Um, most memorably, probably is Demolition Man. He plays the uh, old cop. Yeah, the guy who was like a rookie when Stallone got frozen. Yep, uh, and he's still working too. This dude has been. He's like 80-something years old. Or now, I'm sorry, he's almost 90 years old. 1934, he was born. He has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven movies, uh, either completed or post-production or even filming. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's got like... He's got a couple, yeah, with no release date, so... Yeah. I'm sure there'll be like an in-memory of... Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> dedicate, they're going to dedicate the movie to him. Yeah, yeah. So he'll win an Oscar. <laughs> or at least get the lifetime, like, yeah. achievement, you know. He's definitely going to be in the in the real. Like, you know, in the, in the people we lost real. <laughs> uh, his first movie is The Taking of the Pelham 1, 2, 3. Uh, 1974. Oh, uh, which is a pretty decent movie. Uh, Who directed that? Let's check it out. Uh, Joseph Sargent. Not okay. a name like ringing a bell with me right now. Uh, let's see. He was on Good Times. <clears throat> uh, Trading Places, which is a great movie. Uh, the Brother from Another Planet. The Equalizer, which seems to show up quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, the Color of Money, which is a great movie. Oh, uh, it's so good. Yeah, it's the sequel to The Hustler. Both um, of those movies are amazing. Yeah, but yeah, Jackie I, Gleason is is awesome. I want to say it, it's one of those rare instances where the sequel is at least as good as the the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't want to say it's better because they're different movies. They're they're different. Yeah, but it's at least as good. Uh, he was also on Spencer for Hire, which we mentioned earlier. Uh, L.A. Law. Designing Women, uh, New Jack City, People Under the Stairs, which we are currently talking about. Yep. <laughs> he was in The Bodyguard. <laughs> there were some great one-liners in New Jack City. Uh, like such gems as, shut your $5 ass up before I break you into change. <laughs> I remember the one Dave Chappelle line. I think it's from Chappelle's show. He's like, I'm handing out turkeys like Nino Brown, baby. <laughs> Uh, Fatal Instinct. I, I believe that is the uh, like spoof parody of uh, Basic Instinct, uh, starring uh, Armand Desante. 
which I remember being pretty fun. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah. Um, Sean Young plays like the uh, the Sharon Stone role. This is uh, back when spoof movies were actually good. Yeah. There's one scene that always fucking gets me, and like they're in a it's it's Armand Asante and, and Sean Penn, not Sean Penn, Sean Young. They're um they're sitting in a bar, and like he's like trying to talk to her, and she's like, you know, uh, most guys uh, in that chair don't last that long. And he's like, oh, why? He's like, you know, they, they're they afraid of you? He's like, no, it's broken. <laughs> it just shatters and he falls down. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I miss seeing Armando Sante in things. Yeah, yeah. I want to say he was something not that not that long ago. I don't remember exactly yeah. what, though. Oh. I remember he was in some some kind of gangster movie about 10 years back. Yeah. I'm That's the last thing I remember being in. Uh. Uh, speaking of gangster movies, he's in Things to Do in Denver when you're dead. Um, that's an Andy Garcia movie. That was pretty good. I remember that. I remember the title. I don't remember the movie. Um, I want to say like he stole Andy Garcia like stole money from like a mobster or something, and like yeah, they were threatening to kill him. the the The, the guy who was going to kill him was going to give him what's called a buckwheat, which <laughs> is when they shoot somebody in the asshole, let him like bleed out. Why is that called a buckwheat? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> But I, it's burned into my fucking head. All the guys that'll do it, that'll tell you, will do it to you if you ask. Yeah. No one knows. Uh, he's also in that thing you do. Uh, he played Del Paxton, who was like the um, like the jazz guy that the one guy was kind of obsessed with, the drummer in the band. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. Shit, yeah, man. <laughs> uh, Air Bud. <laughs> I assumed that he would be our... Murder, She Wrote. You know, I did also, and I was surprised he is not in Murder, She Wrote. I, I was, I, like, I, I always, uh, every week now, I try to pick the person who's going to be in Murder, She Wrote. Yeah. That was my pick, and he is not the person. No shit. Yeah, yeah, Do yeah. we have one? I will, uh, I'm going to let that uh, surprise you when we get to it. Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> I guess I'm yeah. not surprised now. Yeah. Uh, I still know what you did last summer. Gross. Uh, Sopranos. Practice the Michael Richards show, which I forgot was a thing. Oh, I think that lasted like a season, uh, nine episodes. Yeah, Six Feet Under, which is a pretty decent show. The uh, West Wing. Uh, everybody seems to be in NYPD Blue on this episode, yep. also. Jag too, and the Drew Carey show, and Lost, <laughs> and Star Trek Enterprise. I feel like all of these people are all the same like TV shows and movies. Enterprise was not the best Trek. That was the one on UPN, right? With Scott Bakula, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was... Okay, so that's the one that predates the OG series. That's yeah, them. it's like the first crew of the Enterprise or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like the, it's, it's the formation of the the federation i am very tempted to try and watch discovery i i, I hear people enjoy it but like i i, I do know. hear it's good i hear picard is fucking dynamite though. yeah i i enjoyed the first season of picard that i haven't seen good. it yeah I, I recommend it what what is that on uh paramount plus oh, okay yeah, yeah that blows <laughs> i will um not illegally download that yar yar <laughs> Um, I feel like I'm, well, I don't want to say beating a dead horse out of disrespect, but this dude's been in a lot of stuff. You know who he is. Uh, oh, the Muppets. All right. That's a, Oz the great and powerful. That was the shitty one with James Franco and, uh, uh, what's her name? Mia Mila Kunis, I think. Oh, okay. I think that's the one that was. Yeah. 
Oh, I watched yeah. it on a plane. Uh, I don't really give a shit about James Franco. Yeah. He finally admitted that he raped all those girls. <laughs> yeah, he Good pretty for much him. did, yeah. <laughs> well, he said he didn't understand power dynamics as, you know, their teacher. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, determining their future. Yeah. <laughs> he just came right out and said it. Uh, oh, he's in one of the Night at the Museum movies. Uh, yeah, I don't... I've I don't, never seen any of those. Uh, first one's okay. This fucking thing. Oh, he's in an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Good for him. <laughs> uh, old man. <laughs> old man. Old man. Uh, let's see. Kelly Jo Minter. She played Ruby. Uh, she was in Nightmare on Elm Street Five, The Dream Child. Isn't she? The, I think she's the girl that like dies, like sitting at her desk, like in class. She has like an asthma attack, like uh, when she falls asleep. Maybe. I think that's who she is. She was also, yeah, she was uh, Maria in The Lost Boys. Yeah, I don't remember who that was. Maria. Maria. Wasn't that the main girl? No, that's no, no, um, that wasn't the main girl. That was uh, Star. Yeah, Maria. Jamie. Who, hmm. uh, no. Fuck Who the Maria. fuck was Maria in The Lost Boys? Who the fuck is Maria? She was the one that was banging uh, Kiefer's mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't think I've seen uh, The Lost Boys since the mid-80s. Uh, she was in the original Fame TV series. Uh, she was in TJ Hooker. <laughs> Sheriff Officer TJ. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's in the movie Mask. I remember that one about the dude with the fucked up face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hill Street Blues. Uh, the Lost Boys, which we just mentioned. The Principal, which I think I mentioned in the last episode. You mention it uh, every <laughs> other episode. <laughs> uh, a Different World, which a lot of people on this episode were on. Yeah. Uh, New Jack City, showing up again. Yep. Uh, Father Dowling Mysteries, another old people solving murders show. Sure is. Uh, another Seagal classic, Out for Justice. She is the hooker who gets, gets slapped around. around. Uncredited. <laughs> there is not a more degrading role. And this is why we do this segment. <laughs> hooker who gets slapped around. Uncredited. <laughs> like. If that isn't bad enough, the uncredited part—that's <laughs> the real slap. Okay, so the good news is you're in the movie. <laughs> bad news: yeah. you're playing a hooker who gets slapped around, and you're not going to get credit for yeah. it. Yeah, we can barely pay you. How's fifty dollars? <laughs> and we won't actually slap you. <laughs> Martin. Yeah, another another person who was in Martin. Everybody was in Martin. Um, ER has shown up quite a bit on this one too. Ving Rhames was also in oh, there for a while. Crack Mom. <laughs> crack Mom. And that might be worse than Hooker who can <laughs> slapped her out uncredited. Although crack Mom sounds like the greatest sitcom ever. <laughs> you can at least put it in your resume. <laughs> I was on ER. Okay, I was in a show with George Clooney. Oh, really? Who'd you play? Crack Mom. <laughs> <laughs> And she was in something called Banged Out. <laughs> this poor girl. Like, oh my god! I got. I, I need to know. I need to know what Banged Out is. I'm gonna regret this. It's a video. Oh, it's like gangbangers. Okay. Uh, yeah. 
Nah, it's Is funnier. that fucking Millie Vanilli on there? I was going to say, it's funnier to uh, just imagine what banged out was. <laughs> Probably way more entertaining. <laughs> oh, boy. Getting the kinks out. <laughs> Moving along. Wait, she was in summer school, though. So Yeah. Um, that movie was great. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that in a long time. I keep forgetting to rewatch it. Like, I want to. Yeah. I want to see it again. But then there's like a million other things that I also want to watch. So I wanted to watch those. All right. Moving along. Uh, Jeremy Roberts, who played Spencer, um, Leroy's like scumbag uh, associate. Yep. I'm going to cut scumbag right Spencer. to the fucking chase here. Um, uh, Xena Warrior Princess and yes, Sliders. He was in Xena Warrior Princess. Um, the thing we actually care about. Weird science. That's the one. Yes. Weird science. As always. Um, the fuck did it go? Did Hold on. It's blowing my mind right now because I saw somebody have a credit for Seinfeld and then later had a weird science credit. <laughs> the thing we really give a shit about. In 1989... He played Sergeant Stokely on Murder, Murder She Wrote. <laughs> the Monster She Wrote streak continues. Yes. Uh, we officially have Monster She Wrote stickers in, uh, courtesy of Ron Gold, who was uh, one of the guests on our Thing episode. Yep. Which, by the way, is like two listens away from becoming like our third most popular episode. Yeah. It's been out barely a week. Yep. Uh, yeah. One and two, I think, are the first and second episodes. Yeah. Godzilla and Frankenstein. Yeah. Um, let's see what else he was in LA Law which has shown up a couple of times it doesn't there. matter none of this none yeah of this no we're just here for Murder She Wrote really yeah. but um, Freddy's Nightmares another person who was in that no, fuck all this <laughs> 21 Jump Street um, Hardball which I, I remember lasted like a season it was a, a cop show uh, Paul Rodriguez was. alright hold on he was on two episodes of Doogie Howser we'll give him that <laughs> as Policeman and Policeman 2 Jesus Christ uh, he was also on Jake and the Fat Man Ooh, excuse me you're going to eat that dead guy. <laughs> uh, oh, he's in uh, Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, which is uh, oh, one great. of the better uh, Star Trek movies. Yeah. Uh, also, The Wonder Years. Uh, Seinfeld, which we mentioned. He's on Roseanne for a couple episodes. Um, Briscoe County oh, Jr. Briscoe County Jr. with uh, uh, Bruce Campbell. The... Uh, the show that nerds who love horror movies will swoon over, even though it is a garbage TV show. <laughs> it's 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 not as great as we're as we're pumping it up to be. I sure, yeah. I love him. I love Bruce Campbell. <laughs> I can I can definitely understand that. That show is so bad, and I want to love it. <laughs> I remember watching it every week I, when I was a kid. Yeah, like, I want to love it so much. I just I can't. It's, it was on before Sightings, which I fucking loved. That was an yeah. awesome like paranormal show yeah and you're fucking your main villain is billy drago for like for a whole series That's right his sidekick was shown up from uh, yeah. the last dragon I don't sure know, was and, uh, yeah last dragon um he was an episode uh, an episode of uh, star trek deep space nine uh money train oh he, this this guy was in uh, the uh, 1994 mask yeah we have mask and the mask <laughs> uh he was on star trek voyager so he's uh getting those uh Get a Star Trek punch card. I did like up. I did like Voyager, but it is like number three for me for for uh, ranking of the series. He's uh, he's in one movie and two at least two of the Star Trek series. 
Good for him. Being third at a Star Trek so fast. Hey, he was also in Deep Space Nine. Top two. What's up? The top two were kind of legendary, though. So isn't being third kind of impressive? Uh, for me, top two are Deep Space Nine and Next Gen. Well, I assumed Next Gen and the original. So uh, no. the the original Star Trek is great, but it is so '60s that it's kind of hard to take seriously at this point. <laughs> Uh, I want to say we have bingo for old people solving murder TV shows. Oh my God, we do. Yeah, um, we have Father Dowling Mysteries. We had Murder She Wrote. We have Diagnosis Murder. There was Matlock in there. Yeah, I, was, too. I skipped over a Matlock earlier too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we we've, we've covered all the old people who solve murder shows. Yep. Silk Stockings, which we mentioned. Quite I'm, you know what? I don't give a shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna find where to watch that show. Silk Stockings. I need to fucking do it. Oh, dude, he's in the Renegade TV. Series. Oh! <laughs> Yes, a lot of it too. <laughs> he plays these four different characters in like four episodes. <laughs> oh my god! It's like once a season he's on, and then like it's oh like, Jesus Christ, that show sucks so much fucking balls. Reno Reigns. Oh god, I remember watching that piece of shit show. <laughs> I would have pretty much watched anything back then. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Watching that show is why I wound up watching uh, the movie Snake Eater. <laughs> this dude also has shitty USA show bingo because he was on Pacific Blue also, and he, oh, it's a Wing Commander video game. Okay. Oh, and oh, Jesus Christ, and Pensacola, Magnificent Seven TV series, Brooklyn South. Both of those have shown up on this episode already. God damn, Sliders, Buffy, Xena, <laughs> Xena, all the. Garbage. Oh, martial law. How is this dude in all these martial law? And Hercules. Hold on. Did he play the same character in Hercules and Xena? Uh, no. He did not. No. Weird. Four different characters in four episodes of those two shows. Because that was basically the same fucking show. (laughs) Oh God. Uh, Let's see. Oh, touched by an angel. The Mexican, which was not a great movie. Um, he's got a couple of CSIs under his belt. Yeah. Different characters each time. <laughs> Malcolm in the middle. Hey, Monk. Uh, I did not realize there was a 2000s Dragnet, but he was on it. I, yeah, I don't remember that. Uh, the Lindsay Lohan classic, Herbie Fully Loaded. Fuck yourself. <laughs> Veronica Mars, Weeds. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's, yeah. He's yeah. our guy killing it on TV. Uh, but he was uh, he was in Murder She Wrote. And that's really the only thing we give a shit about. And he was a, and he was a cop on National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Uh, this fucking cursor. There we go. Nope. There we go. Our last Stare one. Stairmaster. Yan, Yan Birch, who played the Stairmaster, the worst named character ever. Uh, he has also been in a ton of stuff. I don't know what is going on with this. The batteries are probably dying. Yeah. We don't use it all that much. I always turn it off. Oh well, I don't know. Uh, let's see. He was in Men at Work, which we talked about last week. We sure did. Which I, is a highly underrated comedy. Slumber Party Massacre 3. He was the weirdo. Somebody threw out a perfectly good white boy. <laughs> uh, Strange Days. I, I remember that. I, I mentioned that a couple episodes back. That was a good mm. movie. Uh, with Ray Fiennes and um, Angela Bassett. Bless the Child. Uh, Charmed, which I noticed. He's an episode of Tim and Eric. Awesome show. <laughs> Hawaii Five O, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, 
where did he like where did he take a giant break because he was in some stuff and then it was all of a sudden the mid 2000s it looks like he did like some spotty stuff in the 2000s hold on this am i just too far away i don't know you shouldn't be you're two feet away yeah it looks like he took a break for four years between 2003 and 2007 a two-year break to 2009 and then a five-year break to 2014 and then like one thing a year well he's living off that he's living off that west craven money it looks like he got he got he got down to business in 2019 and did three things oh shit and three in 2021 and he's got a whole shitload of stuff in uh, post-production uh nothing that none of that looks good yeah no not a single one but hey work is work I'm not here to shame anybody Um, but that will do it uh, for uh, the better known ads he's probably making more money than I am yeah <laughs> uh well, on to the crapshoot. Let's move on to the crapshoot. It seems like forever ago when we actually talked about this movie just because we've stopped and started like a bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah. We had technical difficulties out the ass tonight. Yeah. Uh yeah, shit that didn't work, the dog that wouldn't shut up. Yeah. It's been a rough episode. John that wouldn't shut up? Yeah. <laughs> our friend john joined us in the studio and refused to have a microphone but still talked during the episode um yeah i mean like we were saying before I, if we might have had this conversation recorded maybe i don't think it was um i would not be opposed to a remake of this movie yeah um i think it fits our, our kind of running criteria for that is uh, a movie that definitely you might enjoy the original, but it could have been better with just a little bit more effort, a little bit more work. Yeah, this movie's got great bones. Yeah, it's just not not fully developed. It's just yeah, yeah, like the the running theme of you know like the twisted family and the the darkness and all that that's very very good, very prevalent in this movie. But then he just missed the mark with the comedy. Yeah. Yeah, I. It's <clears throat> a horror comedy can work. We've we've talked about it before with uh, American Werewolf in London was a perfect example. Yeah, the the ratio of comedy to horror was just spot on perfect. Yeah, and this it's just like the comedy was an afterthought. Maybe we're like it's it's too dark for the comedy they put in, mm-hmm. or the comedy is too silly for the darkness of the movie. Yeah. one or the other. Like they have to pick a lane. They didn't. They didn't do that very well. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like you know, especially in the hands of like a Jordan Peele, like all right, I could, I could get down with that. I, you know, I I have faith that it could be good. Yeah. Uh, I'm not somebody who's generally going to endorse a remake, but this I think is a good candidate. Yeah. If that. it's if it's worthy of a remake, then yes. To be completely honest, I was hesitant of a remake of Candyman. And that turned out pretty damn good. That turned out really, really well. Yeah. Because it just, you know, as we talked about the, the Candyman episode, I loved that movie. Like, absolutely loved it. I didn't really see a need for a remake. But then... But it really wasn't a it remake. It wasn't really yeah. a remake. It was more of a direct sequel. Reboot, kind of. Re- you're rebooting the franchise and not, not yeah. remaking it. Yeah. It was oh, a subtle me. difference. But, yeah. It wasn't... I'm not gonna say it was necessary, but it was good. Like it, it was. Um, they justified its existence. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I I would I would be excited to see that. I, I would like to see a remake of this. Yeah. But again, like I think the danger is going to be, I think, in casting people who could play like the mother and father part like well. Yeah. Because the the people that they had do it in this version of the movie pretty much nailed it. Like yeah. Everett McGill is great as that character. Um, Jesus, I I forget her name. Um, uh, Robbie. Robbie. Uh, something. Not Margot Robbie. Robbie. It's nope. something Robbie. Wendy Robbie. Wendy Robbie. All right, thank you, John. It's right there. It's, right there. it's literally it, right in front of our face. Yeah, it's, it's almost <laughs> as if IMDb was. Up on screen. Two feet away from us. <laughs> uh, yeah, they both did a fantastic job in both of those roles. Everybody else seemed kind of disposable. Like, yeah, I mean, like, even... Like like, anybody like, could really play those parts. Yeah, I was just say, like, Ving Rhames is a big star now. He's kind of unknown then, and, like, even him... It could have been like, anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't really, like... There's like, no flavor to that character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, you know, no slight against him, but that's just... It's the way it was written. Yeah. It's the way it was written. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, how about the fact that it's like 17 fucking degrees out right now? Yeah. Uh, in New York. And <laughs> I don't like it. It's it's 17 outside and like a, a nice balmy 37 here in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> we do have blankies here if anybody... Yeah, if blankies, a yeah. uh, couple of one space heater. <laughs> Just start the car. We'll... <laughs> <laughs> we'll either get warm or die happy. Like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I can't feel my toes. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I don't know. Anything else to add to this? Not really. I mean, it's definitely a must-watch for, yeah. for a horror fan, mostly because of its reputation and its pedigree. You know, it's a yeah, West Craven West Cra- film. If you're a West Craven fan, then yeah, definitely. I mean, like, if you're, if, you know, somebody says, I want to see a West Craven movie, this is probably not the one you're going to show them. Probably not. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm man. even trying to, like, you know, if people who like this movie might like this, you know, like, my, uh, and I can't even, like, tie it to anything. I don't know. It it does it does stand on its own pretty well. Like it is a fairly unique film. Mm-hmm. Um so I will I will always give it that. It just wasn't executed the way it needed to be. Yeah, yeah. Meh. It's a loud ass TV. Yeah, is that what that's coming from? Oh the oh, the door's closed. Yeah. We could just end this episode. <laughs> I don't know where that. Yeah, I hear, I hear audio coming from somewhere. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not anything we have going, but it it would have to be. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, I, overall, I mean, I can recommend this movie. I uh, would definitely say watch it at least once. Yeah. You know, uh, if for Cross nothing, if for nothing other than the premise, uh, because it's, it's a very dark premise and it. It, it's almost there, you know. Like you, yeah, can, it's just just needed a little bit more. Yeah, it needed it needed to, to stew a little bit. I think if if Wes Craven wrote this with somebody else, they probably could have steered him in, in a, a better direction because he might have been up his own ass. What uh, I could see this. that I could definitely yeah. see that because like just the just kind of the weirdness of it like would is definitely kind of like a hallmark of that. Like yeah, just somebody like not being told no. Like, yeah, 
Yep. I've mentioned that a couple of times. Yeah, just, just pull it back. Pull it back a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're going to get out of here. Uh, as always, you can find the show at www.bigdumbmonsterspodcast.com. Uh, you can email us movie suggestions or beer recommendations. We actually had a, a couple of those come in, and they were very, very welcome. Uh, email us at bigdumbmonsters at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to tweet at us, go ahead and do that at dumb underscore monsters. You can find us on Facebook, Big Dumb Monsters Pod. And if you are on Slasher, the all horror social media, uh, you can find us at Big Dumb Monsters Podcast. Uh, also, as of this week, we are now on Instagram. Uh, you can check us out at Big underscore Dumb underscore Monsters. That's right. Oh, and then there's our YouTube channel. Oh, that's right. We're on YouTube also. Yeah, definitely check out, uh, go to our YouTube page, Big Dumb Monsters. Uh, each week you'll get a uh, slideshow version of the, uh, the podcast. Yeah. Anyway, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.